everybody. Welcome back for another episode of the Sexy Scary Book Club. I'm Lisa. And I'm Jess. And we're here to talk about books. Witches. Yeah, witches. In particular. Witch, witch, you're a bitch. I feel witch. like I use that theme, one of us should have read Practical Magic, but it's not really like a paranormal romance, that book. I mean, there's witches and there's magic, There's witches, right? but there's no like spice, really. It's I'm more- going to um, say something that you'll probably judge me for. Okay. I've never read it. <laughs> I don't judge you. I have, I've seen the movie many, many times, and I didn't read the book until, I don't know, it's been a while now, probably like 12-ish years ago. Oh. It's see, really good. I watched the movie. The book's a, a lot different. Of times when it came out, and that was yeah. probably the last that I watched it. I just remember that I really liked the guy that they hated because I thought he was hot. Yeah, and he was a doctor I, I on ER for a while. Oh yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone's been a doctor on ER at one point. It's like the longest. Yeah, is that? It's not still on, is it? Grey's Anatomy no. is, but I don't yeah. think ER is. I don't no. know how Grey's Anatomy is still going. That blows my I mind. I don't either. I've like. I really liked it when it came out and then I like fell yeah. off and then I caught up again and I fell off and I caught up again. And the last time I went back to it, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm forever done. <laughs> You're done. Yeah, I think I don't even know. The last I watched, they were in another plane crash. I'm like, this is impossible. Two? Like, statistically, you can't be in this many plane crashes and I was over it. OK, I definitely yes. dropped they- off before that. What were their names? It was like McDreamy and McSteamy. McSteamy. McSteamy dies or something. I'm sorry if anyone is just, I cannot imagine I anyone I mean, is just starting die, Grey's Anatomy. But not, I don't think he died in the plane crash. I think he died later. Later? Like yeah, was he injured really in the remember. plane crash? And then he Wasn't didn't, it like, her sister that died? She died too. I don't remember. Everybody dies. I don't know. I Once don't. McDreamy died, I was like, okay. I, think I never even wa- I didn't make it that far. I was like, I'm not. Oh, I don't remember two plane crashes that I must have seen. There were two plane crashes. All right. I must have just blocked it out because of the sheer stupidity. <laughs> Maybe. Like, I don't know. Honestly, I was pretty much done after, uh, what was his name? Denny and Kelly. Oh, yeah. Like, way in the beginning. I loved yeah. those two. And then I did love McDreamy. You know, if they would have, like, incorporated ghosts into that show, that could have been a great paranormal <laughs> romance. There we go. That would be a good idea for one. Everybody loves their doctor shows. Like the primetime networks, you always have like a doctor show, a lawyer show. Just add some ghosts. Yeah. Um, All right. We can do that. Grey's Anatomy and beyond. (laughs) Yeah, I like it. I think it's a good idea. Okay. Nobody has any original storylines going on anymore. It's like rebooting everything. So True. Although I did, just to, to keep being sidetracked for a moment, finally get into Yellow Jackets. Oh, Jason and doesn't I'm, think I can watch that one because oh, I'm too uh It's pretty gory. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. <sighs> but I'm super into it because it's like, well, you at least have to, there's a Yellow Jackets playlist on Spotify That's and it's good. full of like the best 90s gems. Okay. I've been listening. I've been in a very like 90s mode since I started watching it because it it's one of those that like they're in a plane crash in 1996 and then it like goes back and forth between how they're surviving after that and present day and you don't know like who all survived. It's kind of some characters are still a mystery and 
And um, at the end, it's like lost and they're actually all dead. I all hope along. not. That's what I said. I was like, this better not end up like lost because that one, much like Game of Thrones, that one, the finale ruined the entire that I'll never I think go back more <laughs> more than Game of Thrones like that show I mean that show had everything and I loved it and the ending so bad made it just all worthless so so so, yeah, so bad I agree but, but I I can't even go back to the Game of Thrones franchise like I've thought about watching the House of Dragons yeah and I, every time I think about it I'm like no I, I like House of Dragons. There. And I love me some Matt Smith. He was my favorite doctor in Doctor Who. So, yeah, okay, so let, let's talk about Matt Smith real quick. <laughs> because people are like, oh, yeah, he's so hot. And, like, they're really into him. And I'm like, I, I maybe? He's I got, mean, like, he's he definitely not- has some energy about him that's, like, yeah. alluring. But, like, you just, like, you know, like, just be really, like, you know, on the surface He's a weird looking dude. He's a weird looking dude. <laughs> he has a little bit of like a prehistoric man look about him. Like Jericho his head Barrett. shape. Yeah, he could. Uh, eh, I don't know. I don't know if he's mean enough to pull off. I haven't seen him in this show. So I know his character's like a he's little nasty. bit more. Yeah. So I'll have to watch that. But he's just like, he's so charming as Doctor Who. Like, I can't really Hmm. conceive of him in that way although i did watch that movie he was in about the 60s like the night in soho or something like that that sounds good i didn't see that he played a bad guy in that but i still am like "Mm, i don't know like you're too cute you're too like Mm. charming and effable i can't (laughs) picture you you like him i think you should watch house of dragons because his character is actually really good and there's like a like a transformation that's really well done. You should I watch it. I probably will at some point. It's just, I don't know. Game of Thrones just really broke my heart. <laughs> so I don't, it's just hard to go back there, I feel. I can't believe I made it through the whole show. There's so many times it's like, this is too much for me. This is too much for me. But actually, that ties in a lot with the book that you read, where oh, I just keep going because although it's too much for me, there's just something there. I, I mean, don't know. I, I think I understand what's there for you, and um, we can definitely delve into that. But you're going first. I'm going today. first. So yes. it's a witch theme, obviously. Witch, witch, you're a bitch. Uh, so what did you read? I read City of Ruin, which is book two in the Witch Collector. Is, that, is it actually called the Witch Collector series? Yeah. Okay. Book two by Teresa Weeks. Uh, right. Yeah. Every time I'm like, did I say that? Wrong? I know. I feel bad. We mispronounced her name. I'm pretty when we sure I nailed about... it that time. Yeah. We'll she find had out a little, if we did it. She had a little breakdown of how to pronounce it post on Instagram. And, and I mean, she's so lovely. She engaged with us after the episode yes. came out and she didn't even say that we like made some faux pas. <laughs> oh, we made episode. some terrible faux pas. It didn't, oh, that's right. That was the one where we said the horse died and it didn't die. <laughs> Yes, just so I, in case nobody's figured it out yet, we have terrible memories. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I mean, I think that that's kind of an interesting way to come at books, though, because it's really like, well, what stuck with you in what your the rotten brain? Really like? yeah. <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about that. So we're back with, like, Reyna and Alexis, and Alexis has his power restored again, so he's back. Is he actually Undralig again? I That part I didn't quite understand, but he's got all I his power. I don't think so, because I okay. feel like a whole, like, attitude and mentality comes with that, that, yes. like, you'll, like, know more about that at the series end. Yeah. Okay, so he's back with Reyna. 
they've got power. They're now bonded. So they're like really exploring this power they now share between them. Like Raina is more powerful now because she's got a little bit of Alexis in her. Is kind of how I got it. Um, and basically they're just off to the city of ruin to, I don't, that was the other thing. Are they trying to just warn Fia Jamera that shenanigans I mean, I, are afoot and that. The, yeah. The, I think they're trying to kind of like enlist her help and also yeah. get more information and aren't, isn't the Prince of the East like after, uh, how do you say his name? Tha- Thamos or whatever. Thamos. He's trying yeah. to raise his Thamos bones, from the dead. Right? Isn't he trying, yeah, because isn't he, he wants to bring bones? him back. Yeah. 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 Everyone's like, don't bring him back. Like they were, they were put down for a reason, but he's like, I'm going to bring him back and then I'm going to be able to rule terrorists as something and we'll all <laughs> live in peace and harmony because I'm going to do this right. It's that typical like dictator with good intentions, but you know, it's just not going to turn out. And everyone else on the outside's like, dude, this isn't going to work. You know, it's not going to work. And then also he's like, got this kind of like, there's something evil within him, right? <laughs> but where I'm actually jumping ahead. We'll get there. <laughs> but yeah. So they're basically it's kind of like a like a fellowship of the ring style. Like they're all like this group banded together and they're traveling along to try to get to the city of ruin mm-hmm. and they to have to go some evil thing yes, from unfolding. Like, exactly. And they have to go to the the city of Malagro, I think was that that's good enough. Sounds Don't close. ask me. Yeah. They go Don't there. Don't ask just... me on the pronunciation. <laughs> My mind just usually goes right over those and I'm like, no, nah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then so... I think like when I'm doing the podcast, I'm like, I'm going to have to figure out how to pronounce this because I'm likely going to have to say it. And then I still can't do it. I don't understand. Like I've got it down. And then I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> but anyhow, they're all on their jolly little quest towards Milagro and Milagro. They have to get a ship and then they can get to the city of ruin. And there's going to be a lot of, like, you know, blocks along the way. And we have... And, oh, and, like, I do love that um, Raina is now with her sister again. So you get more Yeah, of, like, Nephili, right? Nef- is it Nephili or Nephel? We could it's do a whole episode Nephel. on just how we pronounce things. Well, I've been calling her Nephili, so that's what's stuck in my brain. And I'll likely be hard-pressed to shift gears on that pronunciation, hmm. but... All right. Well, I I've been calling it Nafel. <laughs> to each their own. But yeah, so you get more of like their relationship, and then the thing that really like stood out to me immediately, like reading this book, I was like, all right, Alexis and Raina are boning a lot. Like mm-hmm. they're having a lot of sex. <laughs> like because the last book you didn't really get that much of it. So yeah, it's I like, mean they were getting to know each other. That she was overcoming yeah. her hatred of him as the witch collector, and there's no you hatred had to anymore. like yeah. And, and that didn't really do it for me. Like, shock of shocks. Right. I, I, they got a little bit boring to me. In this one with all their yeah. sex? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they there was getting, a, he's too nice. They were getting along too well. Until they weren't. And I'm sure you'll touch base on that. And then yeah, I was like, yeah. okay, here we go. But then it got resolved again. And I was like, okay, well. Pretty that, quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I did. I felt like that. So at one point... Actually, I really like that whole scene. So they basically they're on their like journey on the way they pick up Finn and Finn's like, oh, mm. like with the witch collector. What the hell? Which yeah, it seems like, a, you know, a normal reaction. He would be shocked because yeah. as far as he knew, that's the witch collector and Raina wanted nothing to do with the witch. Well, collector and he's and in love with Raina still. Yeah, exactly. So there is that like added tension. But like Raina's like, no, 
Alexis and I are tight. Like I'm, I'm into this one. Like this is how it's going to go, but I still like, you know, stay with us. You're still our friend. Um, and he wasn't going to go with them, but he decided to come. And I think that part of that was like him still hoping and thinking that like this was going to fall through and that they were going to be together. Um, but they show up in Milagro, 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 Malgro. I don't know. (laughs) They show up there (laughs) and they're in hiding there. (laughs) Yeah. And they're in hiding there. And Alexis is still focused on like taking that general crux um, out of the picture because you know he's kind of after them because the the prince of the east knows that they're trying to get to the city of ruin to cause some shenanigans to his plan and so he's got general crux after them so like they're on the hunt for them and like alexis wants to get him first kind of thing um and so it's like there's this whole like they're gonna go to this like ball and like none of it made sense to me it's like how is that like how are they not gonna know that it's them like this seems so weird this seems so like not a good plan and it's not like the plan like blows up shit like it's a trap so i was like okay i liked that i liked that what i thought which just seemed a little too easy was in fact too easy yeah i hate that in these books where it's like now how the hell did that all just work out yeah just like, like that, that, right? that tied up into a bow a little bit too yes. neatly for my taste yeah so yeah. i really loved that like no it didn't work out like i loved seeing that for some reason and then but the the sad part of it is that they're the, the whatever the prince of east his sorcerer gavril mm-hmm. starts to like undo the bond between alexis and reyna and that kind of like for some reason that messes shit up because then while she still has like it takes her part of her that knows the emotions away, right? yeah it takes the memories of when alexis stopped being the witch collector and became the man that like she loved and was like in bed with you know um, and i so was she's, like, like very yes conflicted. some friction. yeah because yeah you know we got friction because now it's like oh finn's like oh hey you remember me i'm here <laughs> you know which is like i don't know i never really felt anything between finn and reyna yeah so. i mean it was a very like if you're looking at this as like a coming of age tale it was very much you know first finn love. was first love and she's outgrown that and now you know he's he's wanting to bring her back to that but she's kind of progressed beyond where she needs him in that way and he more he's more of like a fond memory and a friend than she still like holds dear and cherishes but it's just not this it's just not this and it's like you know she's got the whole like connection with his family and the friendship with his sister Mm -hmm. and i mean like to back up a little bit i again with the incredibly rich world building that uh Teresa does um it's amazing like we like we touched on this in the last episode about the development of these side characters that's what I'm gonna go to next oh okay 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 (laughs) but I just I love it and I loved like the lighthouse and the house that they were staying at and the couple they were staying with and it's just like I don't know it's just so lush yeah, no, and the reason why I'm kind of like rushing through and I'm just like, okay, Alexis and Raina are back together. They're boning, then they're not boning, but then they're <laughs> going to bone again. It's all okay because now can we talk about the other characters? Yeah. Because they've really like, I don't know if I've ever seen side characters so successfully still the show. Yeah, the I mean, it's really like this book felt much more like an ensemble than yes. the Reina and Alexis show. It's like, you know, they were the main characters in the first book and it was really about their journey. And then this book is really about like the, like you said, like the Fellowship of the Rings. It's really yeah. like kind of everybody's show. 
Yeah, and I loved it. Like, I am so 100% on board for um, Joran, who's mm-hmm. more than Joran, mm-hmm. and Nafel. Like, I... And it was like, I almost felt guilty because I was, I want, I wanted more of them. And I was like, oh, wait, but I have to be loyal to like, well, don't worry, you'll get more of them. And then, yeah, isn't (laughs) the next book all them? (laughs) I think it might be. Yeah, I mean, the next book is like a side. It's part of the series technically, but like you don't really come back to where we're Raina. at right now or where yeah, we you don't end. get any Reina well, at she's all gone in the next book by the end yeah right? like she that and that was really cool yeah. but, you know yeah. um but yes yeah, so I was very much like I don't know I just want more of like Jarn and Nafel and that whole storyline was so good because it was like you knew there was something more to Joran, but you weren't quite sure and there's like I don't know I always call them like the nerdgasm moments where like <laughs> He's like striding through the sea on the boat, but he's got all of these warriors. And she's like, how did you get all these guys to help us? Like, who are you? And like, I don't know why I loved that part. I was like, yeah, who are you? Yeah. And you really like where Reyna and Alexis were falling short for me in that like love hate banter. Well, I mean, I guess it's kind of hate hate banter at that point between Nephili and and Joran. Uh, But you were getting that from from other characters characters in the story so it was kind of like where yeah. I may have had like a big complaint about that like just personally in terms of what kind of style I like the enemies to lovers type thing she she like n- knew that and gave it to you with yes. these other characters which is again yeah. just so smart she's just exactly. such a smart writer so smart and like I was telling you too like I was reading it, I think I texted you and I was like because there's a little there's like history and flirtation between what is Colden? Is that his name? Yeah, Colden. Colden, and then the king or prince with no name. I don't know what to call him. Prince Eastern, of the East, Shadow Lord. Blah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I did they? I can't remember if there that was mentioned in the first book at all. But like, it really no. took me by surprise. And like, not I that really they had a relationship. <laughs> you knew that they knew yeah. each other, but not that they had a really. Yeah, me too. I was like so well surprised by it and enjoyed that development because. It was a total misdirect for me because you knew in the first book that Nephili and Colden were lovers. Yes. And so I really thought you that thought there was, was going to be more of like a, uh, you know, what am I, like a, what's the word? What's the, like a threesome. A threesome? <laughs> Three, not a threesome, but it, oh my God, my brain is farting out big time. Does it start with a T? When there's like two people fighting over the same... Oh, a love Person. triangle. Yes, God. Uh, come on, that's like the I know the original like, gangster of Twilight. I know. No, I know <laughs> it's the original gangster of like many of these series. Many, many. I just yeah. like my brain doesn't work right. Sorry, I'm here for you. We got there. <laughs> like, but yeah, like it was playing charades over Yeah, here. but no, you're right because it was like you kind of were like, oh, I know where this is gonna go. <laughs> no, you don't, sucker. Yeah, like. <laughs> And it, like I liked it even more, like and it it was so like just like natural, feel, like it did not feel forced. It didn't feel like I need to have this relationship in here. Like it just it felt like the like the banter between them and the way they spoke to each other and like the longing, like it's really good. I really mm-hmm. liked it, and it really like starts to humanize the Prince of the East, and you're like, yes. okay, there's who is he? You get like more yeah. of his history and. But there's still a lot of mystery in terms of, like, him getting his name back. Um, Yes. Because you knew that that he was around because in the first book, 
Alexis had encountered him on that initial battlefield when he came to get Reyna, and the prince had said some something about like, oh, old friend or something like that. And so you knew that they had some sort of history. You just didn't know yeah. what it what it looked like. I thought they just had history as like he had been this like prince of the East or whatever for a long time. Um, you know, and obviously Alexis has been around for a really long time. But yeah, it turns out like he actually was somebody else in a way but like he's lost all of his memory so it's it is really interesting because like you have no way you you don't know which way this is gonna go because yeah is he is he in charge of um i keep forgetting how to pronounce his name thamos or is he just being used as as his puppet and everyone Colden would say he's being used. Yeah. And I think... Um, or what is that, like, bargaining in that relationship like? And there's still yeah. a lot of mystery behind that at this there point. Is. There is. And then in this, we do... Because one of the first things that happens is that he raises Fury. Yeah. From Another the great character. And Fury is the daughter of Sam... I always want to say Thanos. It's not... We're not yeah. there. <laughs> Thanos. Thanos. Um, so that's, that's his daughter. And... She's just been like what, on this cliffside in bones for years and years, just like, you know, so they don't even think she's going to be mentally sound, but she is. And she just a so little happens, bit too much, maybe. Maybe too much, yeah. She happens to be the ex lover or bonded mate of Alexis, but that bond that was the woman that he was talking about that like the bond was broken and it drove her, them both mad, you know? So she's in the game and she's basically going to assist the Prince of the East. Uh, to be able to have her freedom but then she's also like she's too smart and she also like she knows her dad's involved so I don't know I also we'll see where that goes yeah see I'm having a hard time because you do get more fury in the witch and the wolf and I I mean I read city of ruin like pretty quickly after it came out and then I went on to read the witch and the wolf and I know you haven't read that one yet um so I'm like having a I don't want to give anything away from that book, but I'm having a little bit of a, a difficult time, like remembering where we left off with Fury in City of Ruin. Um, she so is I don't just want to say trying to open portals, <laughs> but she's like, I can't open the portal. Whoops, I can't open the portal. Yeah, Whoops, I'm not strong enough yet. Okay. Yeah, and they and she does say like she probably she can, but she can't leave a certain like parameter. That's part of like their power. Like it's something to like I don't know connecting her to a specific area to a specific place. And I don't. And it sounds like the Prince of the East doesn't understand that. I don't know. I think that's probably all going to unfold. I will say because the first book, like a lot of the stuff, we're like, I'm not sure how this god works with that or what happened. And then that that I do think this this book like explained that more, but it also brought up more questions. And then my memory shit. So (laughs) it probably answered some stuff that I forgot that it answered. Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) <laughs> you'll remember I mean, again in the next book i sure will oh, yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i will remember this world like i was kind of going through the book really quickly and i was just oh yeah that's so good oh yeah that's that's so good like i just i love the world building like you said there's that nice little like so they have this like reprieve when they're in malog malgro not trump's island malgargaro um when they're there and like because alexis has these old friends um what were their names like Yaz and Zahira and Yaz mm-hmm. and like they kind of are like I got I, they're like are they like the 
owners of the land or the commanders of the land. They're not like queens or anything. I don't think but so. I think they just they're just very well. I don't respected. get like a, yeah. I don't get the feeling that they're in control of anything other than they're okay. you know like land owners. Okay. There. But, you but know, yeah, they're not politically, like, in charge of anything that's going on, I don't think. Okay, do, so she does have, Yaz does have an army. So I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Maybe, like, at one time, but now it's, like, between battles. And so, ever, you know, they're gearing up for another battle. But they're I think always it's prepared. just kind of, like, <laughs> life is normal for them until Reina and and yes. Alexis show up. They show up. And, like, so they're basically hiding in this little idyllic island setting with these two women. Um, and it's it's like a really cool little, like, I don't know, area to explore. And that's also where you find out that uh, Raina and Fel, like, there's memories that are missing um, and that they are actually from this land, but they didn't know it. And then you also discover that it wasn't Raina's father that was like gifted the like God knife or was like, you know, chosen to protect it. It was her, but he was like, Oh no, you're just a little girl. You can't handle that. And so like, he kind of took on that burden for her. So it's just like more and stuff showing that like, there's definitely more like Raina's foreshadowing. Yeah. Raina's like part of a puzzle and it's all going to come together. We just don't know how yet. Um, But yeah, I, I mean, I love that book. It definitely, like I said, it felt, or you said it too, it felt like an ensemble cast and we're kind of bringing all these stories together and then I'm excited to see where it And it has that like goes. component of like your made family that yes, like I is something that. that I really enjoy from this genre of book is like usually some, the main character has had some tragedy where one or more all of their family is dead or they've been ripped away from them and then that making of a, of a new family with their found people along the way I just that's really my jam I really like that and I feel like it's something that's done exceptionally well in this series um I agree I should say and I know that we both kind of talked about this I I had a little bit more trouble getting sucked in initially to this book like it was a little bit more of like a slow go for me initially and and I think largely that was just because Alexa, Alexis and Raina were getting along too well. They were having a lot of sex. So like they didn't I think, have that like yeah. friction between them that keeps me like page turning to see like, yes. oh, when are they gonna get over this fight and and you know get to get in. and that's you know, that's just my own personal <laughs> trauma. Yeah. yeah. But like if you're someone that really just wants to read these like you for the sex, you might get into it really quickly because there's a lot of that <laughs> happening. Yeah. You have to like sex where um, there's a lot of like you like that, like mm-hmm. a lot of talking, mm-hmm. a lot of like this is what I'm going to do to you, um, which, you know, each their own. That's not me. Yeah. But, I, I'm i I'm always more of a show don't tell in my yeah. sex scene preferences. I know preferences. plenty of people that want to oh, want you to sure. tell. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So if you're someone that really wants, wants them to tell and you really love Raina and Lexus, like read this book now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And definitely like, you know, whereas in the first book you had to really work for the spice, like the spice is spice being is like presented to you. Lots of spice. And then some surprise spice where you yeah. didn't expect it, which mm-hmm. I love. That's yeah. great. Give it to me. And I will say like, I really enjoyed that there was a non-binary character, although mm-hmm. it was a, a side character. Um, there was, you know, like a, a homosexual relationship. I, you know, yes. I appreciate that these things are being like brought in because I know that they're severely lacking 
as a whole in this genre. So like, you know, not not to the writer for making an effort to introduce um, different types of and doing it, like I said, like in a very organic way. So it it doesn't feel forced. It doesn't Mm -hmm. feel like she's like, well, I've got to do this because this is ticking it off like a no, like it feels like very believable for the characters and very natural and like and normalized like should. which is great yeah, exactly yeah. so yes i agree like i was like yes more of this like, it's awesome yeah but yeah, i loved it and um yeah like i said i really want to get back to i mean we, i can just say it joran joran's mm-hmm. not joran yeah joran is good old neri neri's back yeah. and i'm like so Ooh. sad that because i actually loved neri like i know Me like he's too. kind of like um like in the first book you're like uh, do we like him or is he bad? I'm not sure because he's the one that he kind of gave intriguing. like holding all this like you know yeah he's his and magic and like he was like living inside of Alexis so yes exactly. he was like liberated from Alexis in the first book and yeah. immediately you're like oh feral wolf god what's going on the day. Like, yeah, like, yeah you're intriguing you? and he yeah. took Colden's magic away he did he took it away. But by the end, he does give it back mm-hmm. because Nafel tells him to. They have a little mm-hmm. wager. Yeah. But um, yeah, and I like. I feel like that's just beginning, so I'll see where that goes. But I loved it. I, lo- I was so on board for. It. I've never like been so excited to like see like a different character's name on the chapter. Like usually, I'm always like, no, I just want like one point of view, or I just want like the main people, and I'd be like, oh, oh, sweet, we're getting some Nafel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where's Jordan? Oh, what's Neri up to? Oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I would be so excited about it's, it. It's not all that often that the switching between different perspectives adds it's, that much yeah. to a book. I think normally it takes away from it. But yeah, Absolutely. another example of something that she did very well. Very well. Yeah, I agree. And then I guess we should mention poor Finn. I mean... I wasn't surprised. No. Uh, you got to kill some people off. <laughs> you got to kill someone. And Finn, Crux does kill off Finn. So, because it then- was a little bit surprising because he kind of had this, he was like wounded initially, right? And he was being cared for by yeah. that other got his lady. Slit. Yeah. He was being cared for by, I don't remember what her name was, but you saw that, oh, like maybe he's going to start to have a romance with this other lady and then yeah. like, oh, no he got he's he's just kidding it's all the way yeah and like it was kind of sad but like i knew that it was going to be the case that like um crux had his like head speared to the top of like some pole that he was wandering around with it was a little gruesome mm-hmm. um but i don't know i didn't really have great feelings about it so because <laughs> i didn't really care <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If somebody's gonna die, I was happy with the choice. (laughs) Let's have him go. That works for me. I thought either he was gonna die or he was gonna be turned against. Like he was gonna play like a turncoat. I thought he would turn. Yeah, yeah. But it's okay. Moving along. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and then by the end, I I didn't mention something cool that does happen is that they discover that Reyna's got this like kind of new power where she's like not necessarily portaling but she's able to like travel to places like just by like envisioning them like if she sees it she can go there and it's not incredibly yeah, it's accurate. not like the same way that alexis is doing it it's no. like a di- and they called it something but they're like oh no it can't be this nobody can do that yeah nobody like, can that do hasn't that been around like yeah but yeah. It, there it's definitely leading up that like yes she has this special power and by the end of the book 
she special powers herself right into the past, which we love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she sees Alexis of Ghent, like the true, like, he's not going to be the now nice alpha. Yeah, he's going to be like, we'll see. But I, yeah, I'm and I'm like, I am all here for that oh, because yeah. now yeah. they're going to hate her. You know, he's going to hate her and they're going to have to like find their way back to each other. Yes. So I'm yeah. very excited for the next book. Yeah, me too. Well, you already read the... Well, yeah, but you don't get any Reina. This is oh. like a total... I mean, you do get some Alexis because, you know, Nephili and, and Neri are still with that crew, but you yeah. don't get any Reina in the next book at all. So Okay. So oh, that's sweet. a real pause I'm on that. to read it right now, but, but I Yeah, can't. but you're going to have to read it before. It is part of the story. The story, okay. Even though it's like focusing more on two other characters, it there are still some plot points that you're going to want to know before you go into the next book, which is, oh my goodness. Something about a wolf. That's why I knew it was going to be No, Mary. it's The Witch and the Wolf, the next yeah. book. But I think I oh. just, I have a I have a note on my phone of the book releases for the year. So oh, the, next, wow. the next book after The Wolf and the Witch, which is already out, is Kingdom of the Forgotten. And that's coming out oh, in November. That sounds promising. Maybe yeah. uh, Mr. Prince of the East is going to figure out who he is. Oh, yeah. And did I say Fury knows him, too? And she's like, I know who you are. Yeah. And yeah. you would never do this shit. This uh-huh. is not you. Like, like you would be so pissed off that you're, like, praying to Thamos and like bowing yeah. to him. And, like, so I'm really, I'm, I am very excited about that character. I do remember when that character was first introduced. I was at, there was a moment where I was like, is this the lover or is yeah. this a bad guy? I wasn't quite sure because yeah. there was something like alluring about him. And then I think maybe he kills Rena's mom. He does something where I'm like, oh no, you're the bad guy. Like, I don't you know, know like, because there's still like, like the savage and the swan that we covered in our second, I think second season where yeah. he, the main character like kills her dad and they were yeah. very close and yeah. you're like, ah, and I know, that was something like we that. were never sold on that he did come back exactly. from that. So it's yeah. like, hey, you never know. Yeah, they're gonna try to pull. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm excited to see where his storyline goes as well. I, all of, all the side characters, like I mean, yeah. I, can, I still care about Alexis and Reina too. Let's not get it twisted. I but. care more about them now that, <laughs> that I they're gonna that be I know where <laughs> they ended up. Now that they're gonna hate each other yeah, again, I am look, so on board. <laughs> I know, as my husband always says, go to therapy. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I can do a little bit. Like I think these books are therapy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely felt like that with um the Guild series. That's one of the reasons why I yeah. love it so much. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot that of characters working life through or trauma. Yeah. yeah, it's in there. You just Speaking of that, that uh, next book's yeah, coming out too. That next book's coming out too. That one's coming out uh June eighth, Gold. Oh. by Raven Kennedy. All right. So that's that's pretty. I soon. thought you were just gonna segue into characters with major trauma, uh, trying to work through it, and maybe not the I best mean, way. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you don't really get a whole lot of that, but yeah. Okay, so like, <laughs> let's jump into my book that that Jessica made me read. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm having a real like uh, Zodiac Academy moment with this book. This is worse than, I mean, I can admit this yeah. is harder than Zodiac Academy. Yeah. Okay. So I read uh, The Flames of Chaos, or just Flames of Chaos, no the, by Amelia Hutchins, who 
I've got mixed feelings about Miss Hutchins. And I I will say, like, in her defense, right on right at the top of the book, she's like, disclaimer for yeah. two pages. She like, lets you know. My shit ain't for everybody, and this is why. Boop, boop, boop. Like, <laughs> I'm not softballing anything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, this was book one of five so far because it's an ongoing series. So, I don't know if there's going to be more. I didn't. There is like, one more that's coming out. Everyone's okay. waiting. And it's the Legacy of the Nine Realms series. This one was released in actually January of 2020. So just really? before the real flames of chaos began <laughs> in our world. Wow. Um, yeah. So that I thought that was just like, oh, oh okay. That's all right. We're just- <laughs> <laughs> Imagine reading this right before <laughs> the pandemic hit. <laughs> Okay, so here's my. I probably my, did. Yeah, I read it when it came right out. Right when it came so. out. Yeah. <laughs> um. So here's my book blurb, as I like to do. Uh, I don't know. I I just call her Arya. I'm assuming it's like the Game of Thrones character. Yeah, I call her Arya. Okay. She comes from a complicated family with a bazillion sisters. I don't remember how many, and a real shit mom who you never meet, but I assume she's probably come comes in later on in the series. Um, they're descendants of the goddess uh, Hecate. Hecate. <laughs> Hecate. Hecate. Um, and they are a powerful family in the witch community where one of the Hecate witches remaining in their hometown, which is called Haven Falls, has to remain there at all times to be like a member of the witch council. And I think they're like the head of it. Yeah. And the rest of them have moved on to like the real world where they're trying to live normal lives and forget about their super traumatic upbringing. Um, but Arya's twin sister, Amara, goes missing from Haven Falls because after her mom fucks off, Amara goes back to fill the council seat. Um, so Arya and the rest of her sisters return because somebody has to take up the seat of power in her absence. And they also want to find out what happened to their sister. Um, but the Haven Falls they return to is very different from the home they left. A mysterious, super hot, but incredibly aggravating man named Knox has settled uh, next door and declared himself king. But he's gotten more than he bargained for with the challenging Hecat sisters coming back to rule. Um, so Arya encounters like old dangers and new foes, and she's kind of forced into this uneasy alliance with Knox and his crew. And the question is can they unravel the mystery of amara's disappearance before they tear each other apart dun 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 dun, dun. so no kind of like we were <laughs> they don't <laughs> yeah. they tear each other apart <laughs> absolutely so kind of like we were just talking about where the development of the side characters was really like rich and and lovely i felt like it was totally lacking yeah it was and just i'll tell and the main reason and it's not because Look, I like Amelia Hutchins can write. Like, yeah. no question about that. She's a good writer. She's got good good world building. Like, her mm-hmm. ideas are there. But she is, like, pedal to the fucking metal. Like, right <laughs> off the bat. it's This book was a lot. It was like, go, go, go. And, and there just like, simply wasn't a pause for that development to take place. It yeah. was, like, all plot. Which is, like, just a different style. Right? Like, I'm not going to say worse or better. It's just a different style. That's just that. And, you know, I think a lot of that, like, kind of blowing past the development was, like, done in an effort to kind of preserve the mystery 
of Mm -hmm. what happened with her sister, of the mystery of the nine realms and how Arya fits into it, how her sister fits into it, how it kind of made Arya and her sister different from the rest of the, the, the family. And also Nox's true identity and kind of like, which you could kind of see coming from a mile away. Like there was some major foreshadowing. Oh, so yeah. she's got like right off the bat, she's got it. like this unexplainable connection with him. But she you know, like, for him. Yeah. So he hates her because he hates witches because they killed his family. Mate. Like, yeah, he had a mate and a child. And I think it's even, like, witches from her specific line. Yeah, it's specifically the Hecate witches. Yeah, so he, like, just wants to destroy. But, you know, like, keeping that to himself, of course, because he's placed himself in this, oh, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you, kind of. But also, like, he's very much on the lookout for Arya's sister, and he thinks that she knows, Arya knows more than she's telling about where she went and kind of her plans because you can kind of glean right off the bat that Amara's been dipping into some sick shit and she's been breaking the rules she's been doing stuff she's not supposed to do and Knox is there because he's like the fixer he's like that fixer character that people bring in to like get shit done and make people answer for their crimes and so he's kind of like kind of playing a double agent because, you know, he's there under the guise of, you know, cleaning up the mess on behalf of the other council members of the witches that have, like, brought him there. But he's got his own secret agenda for just destroying the witches because that's yes. his, like, lifelong goal. Um, but, you know, she's got this unexplainable connection to him right off the bat. And then I can't remember the realm... It starts with an N. I was trying to find it. Narvala, thank you. So so she's like talking to him about her obsession with studying the different realms. And she's never gotten to go there because like the witches don't, they all get to start going. Like they make like a, kind of like an ambassador would travel. Mm -hmm. Like they get to pick one and they rotate every year. Like once they turn, I don't know, was it like 16 or something? I think so. They can start going. And so... (laughs) So, like, when it's Arya's turn, her sister breaks her fucking leg so that yeah, she can't vicious. go. Like, they don't yeah. mess around. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. I felt like that that was another area that was really lacking for me was the, you don't really understand that, dy- the dynamic of Arya's relationship with Amara. No. Like, they don't really, I don't know. That, that was just lacking for me. I, I mean, they do, like, in the beginning, she kind of was like, yeah, we're all sets of twins, because that's, like, the way that the Hecate witches do it. And then they're cursed so that they can only have women. And then they're also mm-hmm. cursed with, like, a really, really high sex drive, because all they want to do is breed and make more witches. Oh, right, yeah. And, so like, like, and so oh, her and Amara mm-hmm. are their twin set. And so, like, there's this, like, you know, idea that, like, they're more bonded because they were in the womb together and they're connected and it was always her and Amara and they were always together. That's really all you get. Yeah. So it's it's like on the out, it seems like they're close, but then there's these little things that get dropped in like, oh yeah, she broke my leg. So exactly. she could go. And I'm okay, well, uh, okay. I think that's <laughs> kind of the way of showing that like 
these aren't like they're not humans normal they're witches. like this is yeah. a different type of world they function very differently and that is why like you know nox is terrifying but like she's like turned on by it because she's different she's mm-hmm. not it's like she's it's different like, than the rest of her sisters and they yeah. like they they outline that from the get-go because it's like oh you don't know who their father is because yeah, her beastie. mom like you know went to the nine realms and fucked around with some big bad and nobody knows so like they don't yeah. know she doesn't understand the depths of her own power because she doesn't yeah. like know what fully makes what she her is up. yeah well, there is that like whole like i thought I was speaking of just like really good world building like the like the intent behind like their mother and like how it's freya right freya yeah freya. who like seeks out like they purposefully seek out really powerful like breeds to breed with <laughs> but i felt like this was an accident right because then I don't her, know. her mom's trying to murder her like her mom is straight up trying to kill her at several points in her life. Of some kind of power she sees in her. Yeah, but I don't know. So it like, almost seems like it was an accident. Like she didn't really mean to get pregnant with this guy's kids, and then she was like, know. "Oh fuck! Now I gotta kill them because they're gonna be like more powerful than me or something." She wasn't trying to kill both of them though, was she? No, she was only just trying to Arya kill because Arya. I think like she could tell that Arya was the more powerful. Too. Yeah, Arya's got something different in her, and they're all kind of like, "What well, the fuck is that? Like, we mm-hmm. don't know what to do with this." Um, yeah, and, and she's a really virgin. Know. Yeah, which that does. I'm like, how the hell? And like, I think there. I mean, there. There's lots of explanations on how the hell, because like, yeah, it doesn't make. She any just sense. doesn't want to deal with all that. Well, she cr- actually crap. gets sick. Like she like oh, men right. turn yeah, her off. Right. She gets nauseated yeah, yeah, yeah. around. Like she can't. Like Minox is one of the first ones where her body responds to him. Like yeah, and she like, hates that because she hates yeah. him. Like they yeah. don't like each other at yeah, all. Yeah, you love an enemy like, lover story. I this do. is truly that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, be careful what you ask for, I suppose, because it's definitely that. And look, like, okay, so I wanted to back up though because about the foreshadowing because our like. Arya is really smart, and that's something that they lay the groundwork for right away. Like she's she's always been interested about the nine realms. She's studied, she's learned, she's known, and that's something that Knox is impressed by. That she craves this knowledge, and she's not just the dumb kind of bimbo bitch witch that he wants her just to be. A horny witch, looking yeah, breed. Uh, yeah exactly and so you know he she has to like seek refuge at his house on on a couple of occasions because there's there are things that are after her and the protection on their home isn't working the way it's supposed to and they're not you know sure why that is um and so she like stumbles into his library and she's like talking about oh you know this is from this realm and this is from this realm and she's always most excited to visit Norvala because she felt more drawn to the that world for whatever reason. And, and he has like artifacts from that realm in his library. And she's like, oh, you know, this is this is from Norvala. And he's like, oh, OK, well, what you know, what do you like about Norvala so much? And so right away you're like, oh, OK, well, that's obviously where Nox is from. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like you get that right away. Um, and like maybe that's where her father's from too. I don't know. I assume we're gonna learn more about that. That's something that you don't get 
resolution on in the first <laughs> book. Um, so, you know, and she's obviously she's a good writer. Like, I'm not trying to say that she's not. There's just stylistic choices that I didn't necessarily click with. Um there's a lot of cum and blood, and the uh-huh. sex scenes are very graphic. Vicious. They are and not violent. sweet by any means. Like, it is raw. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I will like, say, he does hate her. Like, yeah. I will say, like, I totally understand, like, why you connected to this because, oh, like, uh, let's wait. just, what like, face facts because this is a, this is a fever inspired. fever. <laughs> Yeah. Series. And Knox is very much a, a Riordan character. You think so? Oh, he I is. absolutely he, think like, so. He's a man in charge. Yeah. He's calculated. He's, mm-hmm. he's very much <laughs> like a uh, super raunchy retelling of, of Riordan. Like, I got that right it's away. True. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm. He was never like it for me. Like, he's, you know, just yeah. didn't really do it for me. He's That's like, so funny. Yeah. He's yeah. a Lars, too. And, yeah, and also, um, you know, like, there's this beast living inside of her, kind of like the book living inside of Mac that, like, takes over yeah, sometimes. Oh, and That actually reminds me a lot of, like, that when Mac's taken by the book. And, like, yeah. because I've read all these books, so, like, I know what's coming and, like, mm-hmm. how the, like, beast kind of functions with her. And, like, it is really similar. Yeah. Um, but unique. Like, it's definitely, yeah, like, it's Amelia's That was world. really interesting. It's yes. just... I don't know. I, it was just like too, too much for me. Like crass. this book was just too much for me. It was too crass. The sex was too Intense. ugly. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I just, get it all. Like, honestly, like I was rereading it and I was like, holy shit, this is rough. Whoa, like, have I just had way more therapy since the first time I read this? Like, I'm really having a hard time with this. But still, there were still just these, like, nuggets of the world building that I was just like, I've got to find out. Like, I'm intrigued. I want to know more about these characters. I want to see where they go. Yeah. Um, And I think it also says something about just Amelia's, like, writing. Like, she's just a really good writer. So you do. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay. Okay, I'll go with you. I'm going to hang in there. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think, like, when I first read it, this is not uncommon for me when I read the first of her books in a series, I almost am done. And yeah. then there's always something that I'm like, no, I'm going to read the second. And then I'm always, I keep going. Like, cause yeah. there's always, it always unfolds in a way that like I love and mm-hmm. I can hang on on the ride for. Um, and that does, there is some transformation ahead. It's still, I will say Knox stays true to the asshole that he is through the entire series. And I appreciate that. <laughs> he tells you who he is and he's that. he's unapologetic for it yeah like he's not he's not gonna be going up and having a barbecue with her family on top oh, of the God. bookstore at the end of book yeah, five and that's honestly, not happening like that's something that's always gonna bother me in fever because neither would barons absolutely yeah. not so i feel barons like knox is a like true baron like knox yeah. is like what barons really was but readers weren't ready to see mm-hmm. or hear. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But no, that's I mean, not, there's a, a it, it get, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it gets rougher. Like, because mm-hmm. you get more invested in him and you start to see this, like, connection between them mm-hmm. and where there could actually and be something. That a, and he you turns get that on a still. little bit. You get that a little bit in the first you book. Do. You definitely, um, like, see the conflict in him when Arya is not um, kind of measuring up to the, image that he had turned her into and him sort of having to like reconcile with that and not be derailed from his plan 
Um, but he's not. And, you know, a large part of that is this monster that's inside of Arya that comes out to play. And his, the monster inside of him is connecting with that. And they're yeah. They're not enemies. They're they're good to go. They're like, yeah, let's do this. Let's breed. Come on, big boy. Like- and I and the, yeah, and there was there were like, don't get me wrong, I didn't hate this book. Like there were moments. I mean, I loved that whole like when the monster first comes out and She's is hilarious. like, you're not capable of providing yeah. for me, <laughs> and that really offends Knox. Yeah, she's like, like, maybe she's like, you're not a you. suitable, you're not a suitable um, partner. Like I, who's who else you got around here? Right. She's like, like I'm hungry <laughs> and you have not fucked me. I am not sated. So yeah, can you're I giving eat you me, or you're giving you me, me dead bodies? Else? Yeah. Like you're giving me dead right. dead meat. Like what the fuck's up with that? Just, like, what kind like, of beast are you? Yeah. And, not and worthy of me. <laughs> yeah. And he's super offended by that. <laughs> and I really, you know, like she's a good writer. Mm-hmm. It's just. It, also, it's like, this is not new for me. I have dipped out of a series of hers after the first book, and I have stuck with a series of hers for the whole thing. But yeah. all of her alphas are very violent, and all of the in- initial interactions with the f- female c- main characters are borderline rape. They're yeah. abusive and they're borderline rape. Uh, or, you know, someone might call it just all out and out rape. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I honestly had more hesitation with um, the one with the Horde King. Uh, That may have been the one I dipped out of. I think that, oh, something Destiny. Um, Because that one, that first scene. That's the one I That's the one you read, right? Fighting with, or playing with monsters? No, that's the one. That one, one I I loved that one. That's actually one of my favorites. Um, Well, I like them all. But the other one with like the, that, that one felt, that first interaction felt really rapey to me, and I had a hard time getting past that. And this one has similar things, but it's, it didn't hit quite as hard as that one did. And I don't know why, because I think the rest of that book or that series is actually way tamer than this series. But that I don't even remember the one I dipped out of. I just remember there was one. I, I don't even know if I ended up finishing the first book or if I was just done that it wasn't for me. <laughs> but I definitely didn't go on to read anymore. Um, so, okay, so, like, I don't want to give too much away. I mean, I think I kind of already did. Just give you it do, away. You do get some resolution with with her sister and, you know, where she's been and what she's been up to. Yeah, which, And basically that, was that it was gross. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was gross. reading that. I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, look, like, not saying that that this needs to be the case, but it kind of reminded me of the Ruin of Roses series and how like you all the bad guys need to be hot. <laughs> and like the bad guy that our sisters mustn't about with is fucking gross. And it reminds <laughs> me of the big bad in the Ruin of Roses series and how you meet him and you're like, you're like oh, him? He's nasty. Mm. Like, I want to want to fuck all of the men, even if they're bad. It's like, true. they don't have to, like, end up being good. But, like, can't they at least be smoking hot? Not be all, like, gross well, with knobby he was penises? Supposed to be, or... No, but he was, like, attractive. Like, she said that he was attractive. He just had a weird penis. A knobby, oh, bulbous penis. It was so penis. gross. And, like... Oh, and he like physically assaults her, and oh, that was I hated that. Yeah, I had a really hard time with that. And then like you know, Knox was 
worried about that afterwards so that you can kind of tell like okay he cares about her because he's like yeah. you know pay attention like make sure she's okay no, or like, like don't be too rough if with her. you look back in the whole book like yes he fucks with her a lot and yes like he says terrible things to her but the majority of the book he's protecting her yeah like if you really do look at his actions like he's consistently protecting her so mm-hmm. like I think and that's he does where and I'm he like, doesn't okay. even understand why and neither does his crew some of the time and he's like no, don't like, worry about doing? it like the plan is still on yeah <laughs> i got this but yeah so you find out that her sister has like been She's in the cahoots real bitch. <laughs> with this uh other kind of king like one of the other kings of the the nine realms and she gets into a relationship with his son and basically like plans to fuck over her whole family to mm-hmm. to gain power to be like eventually the queen of this realm and you find out that it's because she's hated her sister since birth because in the womb Arya got all the power and so Amara was not powerful she didn't really have anything like special about her and i don't know that i just don't know that i bought that like yeah and if if only for the reason that from the from the beginning she hammers into you that like Arya is different Arya is so smart Arya is so intelligent but she couldn't see that her sister hated her guts for her. and i guess you know okay like maybe that's just part her trauma because she grew up like with a mother who hated her and yeah. I don't know. That's true. I mean, like, if her eye, like, her guard was probably always up against her mother. And she just kind of turned a blind eye to her sister because she she didn't want to believe that there would be anybody else that would be that against her. And even, like, her other sisters are like, oh, yeah, like, we knew she broke your leg so you couldn't go. So it's like her sister's kind of well, had a better idea about the fiber of Amara's character than No, because I think Arya even, even Arya eventually says, like, yeah, I know. I knew. Yeah, so I, I guess it. so. So, yeah. I, again, that just for me, I, I think that came with kind of the, the lacking of character development. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe maybe I would have preferred that this, the series start, like, further back and, like, maybe you don't meet Nox that quickly. Like, maybe you get a little bit more of like maybe start in the past and get a couple chapters of their family dynamic and how that works. And then you yeah. can like flash forward and I don't yeah, know. I could see that. There was that just something be... about it that was not. Well, it's like Amara ends up kind of being like, I mean, she's not like the, the big bad of the book. I think our um, Knox actually is ultimately, but it's yeah. like, there's all this well, like build you find up out that and he's just... like the king. Yeah, you um, do. He's yeah, King Arbala. Which, like, woo, big surprise. Like, couldn't have seen yeah. that coming. I did like that scene, though, because it's like, oh, yeah. you know, she's in this terrible place and thinks she's about to be, like, raped and beheaded by this monster king. And then, like, there's a, the King Arvala is there, like, just in and a... Dressed up in this, yeah, like, Yeah, so she can't garb. see that it's Nox, but she's like, you know, there's this, like, acknowledgement that he's there and like is he gonna like abuse me too somehow and like i think that like monster king even like kind of like offers invites something. him to yeah yeah and he's like oh no i'm good Call you um and so then you're like you realize later that like it was Knox and he was there to yeah. save her to get her out but yeah. she didn't need him because mm-hmm. she's yeah and i look like again i know this is book one of five and so there's lots of story left to unfold but i thought it was a little anticlimactic that there's yeah, that's this what I was big build up the and then like to. her monster yeah. comes out and just like rips her. head off of amara and that's done yeah 
we're all good. But yeah. I mean, I do, I, because I've read the other books, like, I do think that was like a pivotal moment for us to understand that, like, Arya is a beast in her own right. And there mm-hmm. is a lot of violence that she's capable of. Um, and you're, you're going to And she see can that. take like, care of herself. She can take care of herself. And, you know, she can go head to head with Nox, Nox. ultimately. Yeah. Yeah, um, but it's a rough first book, man. Because oh yeah, it is. And look, like I, I definitely finished the book for the sake of the podcast, and, and I think even if not for the for the podcast, I would have finished it because there was enough there to keep me interested. And and I do like Amelia Hutchins' writing in general. Like, I can just kind of take it or leave it on some books. It's like I'll still keep trying. Yeah, <laughs> and like I'll just dip out when I feel like it's not for me. Um, and so. You know, this book, I I don't think it was for me. Like, I was worried there was going to be a cliffhanger that was going to be attention grabbing enough to make me be like, well, shit, now I have to read the second book. But I I don't know. I feel like I've pretty confidently DNF'd the rest of the series. Um, I think the second book is better. I think they get better and better. (laughs) Okay. I I mean, I I might come back to it. Look, like, I still plan to go back to Zodiac Academy. In fact, I downloaded the second book because I recently took a trip and I thought, oh, maybe if I end up doing a lot more reading than I think I will, I'm going to get that one ready to go so I can dip back in. So, you know, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not going to say, like, for sure I'll never go back to the series. Sometimes you're in the mood for something very specific. And this could fit is in Amelia Hutchins for me. me. Yeah. So like yeah. if I've been reading like especially if I find I'm in this like YA rut or just like books that don't I don't know aren't aren't really intense and aggressive. I'm like I think I'm ready for an Amelia Hutchins book. You yeah. know like I'll it's mix a palette cleanser in <laughs> yeah. some ways. Yeah. But I will say so like at the end of this book you know we're in the nine realms like mm-hmm. and she's basically destroyed like this human little realm that they lived in. Yeah. Um, as she's leaving and going into the nine realms and basically fucking knocks and just being like, see ya sucker. I was always suspicious of you. I never trusted you like you thought I did. Mm-hmm. I am that smart, you know? Um, and it basically begins this kind of like, yeah. And it begins <laughs> this like, he's like, I love this part because this is where he's like, Oh, I get to chase you. All right, let's do this. You know, cause yeah. it's like, it's a setup that Knox is going to be chasing her. Yeah, really forever. Um, and they're they're in the nine realms now. So Arya finally gets to be in the nine realms, where like she really is like gonna come into her power. Powerful. I assume, yeah, yeah. Like she is this like Hecate witch, which is a really big deal in the nine realms. And so the the books now, like she's really exploring the nine realms and finding her power. And Knox is chasing her around. And okay, it's I mean, a really good that's setup. you're kind of selling it to me a little bit. But here's the yeah. thing, though, it was the same thing with the Zodiac Academy. I was like, okay, like I'll come back to it. But then, you know, we're doing the podcast. So it's like I won't have the opportunity yeah. to until we wrap up. And then by then, I'm sure I'm going to have like 18 books on my <laughs> list that oh, I've so been many wanting books to get to. All the time. <laughs> it's never books ending. I about. See, yeah. I mean, it's kind of amazing when like you get so bogged down in different books and then like you almost forget that a series existed and they're like oh my god that one yeah <laughs> and then you get to go back in mm-hmm. yeah there's definitely a few like that for me but um yeah. I think it's the Kingslayer series or something I still I'm gonna oh have to gosh, like I'm gonna have right. to read we're gonna have to do that I for the podcast those. I think I'm gonna have to start over again because I don't really remember them. anything at all but they were great. I remember that. Oh, yeah. I remember really good really world connecting. building. I remember mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I can vaguely remember them, but yeah. I, I remember definitely... there was like arena fighting. 
Yes, and there was ice caves. I remember ice caves. Oh, I don't remember ice caves. So, yeah. yeah, so that's what I want to get back to for sure that just stands out. Um, oh, but let's yeah. like let's rate because we never rate these. So like for my book, I'm doing it out of five. Scaries, I'm gonna give it three monsters because three monsters. I it mean, they're literal scary. monsters. Like, yeah, it was like for, <laughs> there was parts that were like really grotesque, and I didn't even get into like the wolves. You got werewolves, and oh, the wolves. Let's talk about that real quick, though. Yeah, they were kind of gross in the book. Like they, they always very, are. Like, like I don't we know just why werewolves. And, like, werewolves are always like the trailer trash. <laughs> they are, but like usually they have some heart. And this one, they're just yeah. like they're kind of just like meh. Yeah, Man, and then like the nasty. alpha makes a play for her and she kills him. Like because yeah, but he she's comes like okay, as he dies. Yeah, that was gross. And then like thing. the is it his son? Or I don't know, just somebody yeah. in the pack rises up and takes his spot and he's kind of like actually has a valid interest in her, you think? Like he wants to breed with her, but yeah, like I don't know. I don't trust They're him. All but he just he comes oh. across as like maybe he's more nice than the rest of them or like in fact isn't he like with them? He's like yeah, part of their crew like, by the end of the book. Yeah, she but protects them in the him. end with the with the sister witches. Yeah, cuz Nox she protects them all basically. Nox like pretty much annihilates the whole pack, doesn't he? Like is, doesn't yes. the whole pack die at the end? Yeah, yeah. Cuz yep. it's part of like the kind of crumbling of that whole town of Haven Falls. Yep. Um so yeah, so that was they're weird werewolves. But anyways, mm-hmm. yeah. So monster scary three. Yeah, I give it three. And then I'll, I give it four sexies. Four out of five. Four peppers. Oh, yeah. It's sexies. It's very sexy. I got sexies my, I got my little, little oh, you probably can't see. I did my little oh, yeah, actually, monsters so and peppers. More organized than I and think. So I got, I have to, because I, I think I'm just not as good off the cuff as you are. I got to get some. Oh, my God. I'm like, no. <laughs> Disagree. Anyways. Okay. Um, so I'll give it an overall score of three and a half. Three just based and a on half the sexies and scaries. Which okay. is pretty good out of five. Yeah. Maybe maybe a little too generous, but if I'm just adding up the scaries and sexies for the overall score, I'll give it a three and a that half. That doesn't sound like a book you didn't like. I'm, I'm not saying say. I didn't like it. <laughs> I'm just saying I had some major issues with it. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I don't know what I write my book because like... <laughs> My personal taste for sexiness. Well, there was other characters that were sexy. I'll give it a three. I feel like you should give it more only because she was like in a smart way catering to that. Like these guys might not be for you, but I'm going to give you some other options so that we'll see like. Let's make an inclusive reading environment where there's something for everyone. everyone. But maybe that's what's hard, though, because then when it's a, something that's not for you, you get really, like, kind of just like, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I <laughs> get know? it. I get it. it I was definitely. down. You're like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There was a lot of different sexy elements, so I guess you are right. I mean, you can rate it whatever you want to. It's your rating. I just really hate talking. Me too. I mean, pff, fucking rip. Shut the fuck up, rip. Rip? In the Guild series. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He was like he, started, he was like in my top. He was dude. up there, and then and he like, started he's chatting. Not even on the list anymore. Because I'm like, I yeah. get out of here with you. Shut up. Just right. <laughs> put exactly. my pussy in your mouth and shut up about it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I felt like Alexis was very 
chatty, which mm-hmm. I don't love. Um, so like, well, there's a lot of burn. See, and I'm more of a burn person. I yeah. I understand this, even though I like Amelia Hutchins, it makes no sense. Um, but I, I do. different. Like you I, know, she fits it. Like you said, she's like a particular mood. Yes. So I, I'll give it three point five. Okay. Is that better for the spicies? Yeah. Peppers. Okay. Three point eight. <laughs> it really that's should be a four. I just don't know if I can quite get there because of the talking. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And then scary. It's not really scary. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like I guess it again. Like scary is sort of this vast rating scale like just, for me because there is like full like falling. Yeah, like with each the other. whole thing with Fury coming back. Like that was pretty kind of like grotesque and. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I didn't think it was that scary. It's not that scary. But it's it's more like epic. We need just like a world building. I give yeah. it five worlds. Yeah. Worlds are <laughs> we need stellar. We need many more rating categories if we yes. really want to get into this. <laughs> Sexy, scary, world. Mm-hmm. Uh, banter. That would be a mm, good category yeah. because that can make or break a book for sure. And mm-hmm. banter is what really saved a lot of the Millie Hutchins book too, I yeah, think. I agree. And then sometimes it didn't save it. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I I don't know. I'm a mess. I liked it Mm -hmm. a lot. (laughs) I like both of them. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I, there's no, no question. I will continue on with, with the Witch Walker series. I'm jealous that you've already read about me. I'm shocked that you haven't. You got to get on it. I don't know. Read some C books. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, look, I, okay, let's, so let's get into what's up next because I haven't read either of them. And so like, I really, I kind of picked both of the books this time because I really wanted to read Silver Tongued Devil by Stacey Marie Brown. And it's about Cryogen the pirate. And so I was like, let's go on a high seas adventure. And then I just happened to have another book on my to be read list that I saw somewhere probably on Instagram uh, called The Girl Who Belonged to the Sea by Catherine Quinn so I just made Jessica read that one so I have to read that one too so yes. I haven't, yeah so I haven't read either of these so I'm almost done with that one I haven't even started either so I've got a I've got a large homework assignment because stupidly I was like I really want to go back to Daughter of No Worlds by Carissa Broadbent so I thought I can squeak out book two before I I read the next podcast themed books but they're like 800 pages they're long, huh? how is it though like because really it's another it. one that's slow moving but i i really like it like i okay. caris i'm so happy to have discovered carissa broadbent like she's right? definitely like one of my new favorite authors um and she also has another um novella uh, no it's a full this one's a full length novel but i talked about the novella that she released um six scorched roses in between book one and two of the crowns of nyaxia i think that's what it's called um she also has another standalone that's in that same world but it's a full length novel that just came out oh i want to read that i know so i'm like we don't even have all of our themes figured out for this season of the podcast so I'm like I don't know sometimes it's so funny because I I do this for enjoyment and I'm always reading stuff that is stuff that I would normally read 
But then when you get locked into a schedule, it's like, oh, the podcast is preventing me from reading yeah. these books on my I'm list. Reading about pirates. Yeah. And- so this season, I'm like, well, how can I make? How can I read the books I want to read? <laughs> like work them in to the themes we're doing. So, which is hard to know when you haven't read them yet because you're not sure like what the theme would be. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. That we have also talked about finally tackling Twilight in some capacity this season so i think we need to do it i mean we need to do it at some point that's a that's for sure it's just like you know it's one of the pantheon <laughs> i mean we kind of started with one we started this whole podcast talking about fever and reading all of the fever books which i'll never do that again <laughs> <laughs> will i reread fever books one through five, through five. absolutely we're sorry. We love you, Camry Mommy. No, but I'll love, love, that was a love, journey. love, love. But yeah, it's just one right after the other, too. It, that's a hard, that's a yeah. hard ask. Yeah, and like, you know, much like Amelia Hutchins, the subject matter is not necessarily light. So sometimes mm, yeah. it's really hard to stay in that world for that long, especially when Mac is going through some hard things. Like it doesn't feel good. You start to like take it in and it yeah. starts to affect your real life yeah <laughs> like that that's not a great thing See, that's sometimes. why when you're like these books are therapy i'm like mm. and sometimes that's why you need therapy <laughs> yeah. and that's okay you know we're all just figuring it out yeah. one day at a time look i can't help it that my entertainment is deeply flawed <laughs> it's just yeah it's the way it goes you know i also love like curb your enthusiasm so it's mm-hmm. like <sighs> I mean, I'm pretty much married to Larry David. I love Larry David so much. I mean, I don't love him. Like, I could never handle that man. I don't know how you do it, but yeah, no, that sounds really mean to Austin. I think no, I mean, he's just—he'll—he'll he'll be the first to admit it. He's just like the oh, like this is a hard look watching this show. Austin is not on the level of Larry David. Larry David okay. is just like, ugh, like your stomach, just like. Yeah, oh. I think that if Austin. If Austin had like no filter at all, then he he would be, but he still has enough like <laughs> pressure for societal graces that live inside of him to like prevent him from totally tipping over the edge. But as he ages, I don't know. It's gonna happen. <laughs> this huh? is the journey I'm on. <laughs> the thing about Larry David is it's like he's not wrong. Like, no, there's always and you something always really know, relatable about what he's saying. Yeah, and you always know where you stand with him, which I can yeah, appreciate. I appreciate that. I, I, I will never I like be lied to. Too. Even though the books are in, like crazy. Like, no, you would never want this to happen in real life. There's always something in them that's relatable that keeps me going. And maybe that's trauma. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. On that on. note. <laughs> Paranormal Romance and Larry David. Didn't know there was a connection there, but there is. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're hitting you with the hard facts this week. Yeah, and then Grey's Anatomy with ghosts. Mm-hmm. That's the takeaway. That's a, a good idea. Yeah, maybe Larry it. David could be in Grey's Anatomy with ghosts. I'm not quite sure like, how that would fit I in. I think he'd ruin the mood. He could yeah. be just like the ghost that never goes away, but they're like, please go away. Like, nobody wants to bang you. Like, you're just, it's <laughs> he's, not going to happen. He's like the crying girl in the bathroom in Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> or he would just be there like with a commentary like, so how exactly do you have a romance with a ghost? Yeah. Like, it's a ghost. It, yeah. Eh. 
that's how it All right, go. guys. Well, that's that's it for us. You've got your reading assignment for next week, which apparently Jessica thinks it's a C list. So a C list? Well, you just said like you're reading the C books. So I'm like, okay, well, apparently no, I shouldn't no, be looking like, forward to that. See, so. like ocean. The ocean, oh, the open sea, not oh, like I gave oh, it the okay, grade of a sea. Okay, okay. No, oh no, I'm okay. so excited to read a cryogen. Cryogen. Yeah. Well, it's silver tongued devil is the. Well, yeah, because he's from my favorite. Yeah. Series, even though we never talked about that one. The collector series. I know we have like we've talked a lot about a lot of Stacy Marie Brown books on this podcast, though. We like her. We talked like about the Alice in Wonderland one. I I hit up the Darkness series, and now we're dipping into this one. So yeah, yeah, Love yeah. It. yeah. All right. So we'll see you guys next week, and thanks for joining us again. Bye. Bye. This has been another episode of the Sexy Scary Book Club with your hosts, Lisa and Jessica. We have more episodes available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you pod. If you like us and want to hear more, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at SexyScaryBook or send us an email and tell us what you think at sexyscarybookclub.com at gmail.com.